0: Good evening, everybody. Good evening. And I want to welcome you to Tuesday night's Girl Chat Weekly. Oh, how I look forward to our one hour together. Let me tell you, put them kids to bed. Get them one good hot dog and a glass of burners and send them kids to bed. This is your hour. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say a glass of burners? We we drink burners over here in Detroit. Y'all got ginger ale, Simone, in, in Virginia? Yes. What's burners? Burners is a ginger ale. And I tell you, that thing is prescribed by God. <laughs> for, for <the> okay. <laughs> so y'all put them kids to bed, tie your hair up, get your slippers. We get ready to talk about women in business. I want to start by playing this song. Kind of ties into what I'm going to be talking about with my special guest. And then Simone and I and Lady Teresa Callahan. Uh, we'll be right back. Let's get this song going. Let's if go. Do this here. All right. And I don't own the rights to it by the way, just so that can be known in the in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta give a disclaimer nowadays.
0: so i guess we can go over that song
1: oh man
2: (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: We are back. We are back. I am going to pray really quickly, and I'm going to bring up my guest. Thank you again for tuning in to Critical Conversations Presents. What is it, Simone? Girl Chat what? Girl Chat Weekly. Girl chat weekly. So <laughs> gather your sisters, gather your girlfriends, gather the women's ministry, gather the church mothers, gather gather everybody because you all need to listen to what uh, my special guest has to say. She is someone who is a part of my village. I trust her. She has a positive influence in my life and the lives of many other people. And you're gonna be blessed. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I praise you because you do all things well. Uh, you do all things in divine purpose and you're just a really good guy. And you found uh, ways to bring people into my life and uh, to the life of this platform. People that have wisdom, understanding and knowledge in a diverse arena of, of activities, be it business, be it entertainment, uh, be it the ministry in general, because this person kind of encompasses everything. She touches it all. I thank you because there are populations out there that are assigned to support each of our businesses. And we don't have to worry about who's not going to like it, who's not going to watch it, who's not going to read it, who's not going to want whatever we have. You have people out there on this planet that are going to be magnetically attracted to us. And we're going to be able to flow in our good things and callings and be wealthy and be able to help empower others to obtain and maintain wealth simply by doing what it is you have placed in our hearts and our minds to do. That thing that might've began as just a little hobby, just something I did on the side for a couple of dollars. These things could turn into multi-billion dollar businesses, these things could turn into ministry opportunities that catapult us into a whole nother stratosphere. I thank you, Lord, tonight for Lady Teresa Callahan. I thank you that everything that she touches turns to gold. I thank you that everything that she puts her mind to, it comes into fruition in a mighty way with a bang a pop like a firework. I thank you that she's not afraid to share. She is free in giving information. She don't have to covet nothing because God, she realized you either got an overflow or a surplus. So why hold on to a piece of information when you're going to give her more anyway? So I thank you for her family, her vision, her business, her life, her health, her brunch, and all she's going to talk about with us today. In Jesus name, amen. Let me bring up my sister. Let me bring up my sister. The one and only, the incomparable. Mm-hmm. Lady <laughs> Callahan. For coming on here in 10 seconds notice. <laughs> I love you. Oh. I, Simone Austin, let me introduce you to my makeup artist, my sister, my friend, my mentor. All of that in one beautiful package. Simone, Lady Teresa Callahan. Hey, Simone. Simone rocks with me almost every Nice to week. meet you.
2: You too. And
0: um, Shonda wanted to be here. She had another obligation. But it just makes perfect sense. That we can talk to my other sister because you two are walking in some things that are somewhat aligned, and you two know each other. And the beautiful part is you support each other in every possible way. And that's the beautiful thing about when you know how big God is, He gives each of us an element of greatness that we can cultivate and we can do something similar, but do it totally different and still um, rock out, make money, learn, grow together. So I'm going to give you the floor to tell our ladies, this is a girl chat, a little bit about who you are and your brunch coming up. And then we're going to go from there, ladies, see if that's OK. Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I'm just Teresa. <laughs> I'm Teresa Callahan, <laughs> just plain old Teresa. OK, listen, I always introduce myself as your good girlfriend, the cool auntie because yeah. i am um, i'm just a person who believes in just keeping it a buck with people um and really figuring out where con- where we have common ground mm. um and just expounding on that i am an entrepreneur i feel like i've i'm an entrepreneur by um by blood because i have a string of entrepreneurs um in my family and i think it's just in me innately um so i am an entrepreneur um but i am i have not been a perfect entrepreneur um and especially in this um digital age where instagram tries to make it look so glitzy and glamorous yes um i like to tell the real story of entrepreneurship its successes its failures its ups its downs its you know all of the things that go with entrepreneurship. I'm also a wife. Been that since I was 22. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a wife since I was 22 years old. Wow. Uh, we I had my first child when I was 28. So I'm a wife and a mom of two teenagers at this point. Um, and so life is good. I can't Amen. I can't complain. Glory to God. Amen. I want to talk about the fact that um, you are the makeup artist to the galaxy. What <laughs> I love about you is that, let me tell you about, about this beautiful woman here. You stuck to your lane and you made it clear. If you want that, that, and that, I don't do that. Yep. <laughs> if you want this, right here, mm-hmm. I'm and I think as women, as entrepreneurs in general, we try to do so much and compare ourselves to what others are doing. And mm-hmm. I'm not, not to do your homework in the industry in which you want to be a part of, but mm-hmm. even in the industry, what's your niche? What's that thing that's you, that thing that you know, when I see a picture of a woman that's been made up, I could tell you she's been to Teresa Callahan. Mm-hmm. I can tell about how that beat is just so natural and blended into her skin. I can tell. Now you want dripping rhinestones? You want RuPaul? You probably may not want <laughs> a book with Teresa. Sure but right. It's, right. I could ever do that for you, but you want that glimpse, that wedding glow? Woo! How these mm-hmm. brides so good, the husband just pass out and roll down the aisle. Thank you. Thank And women, we love to be beautiful. Now, mm-hmm. you know, that extra, that's an enhancement. There is mm-hmm. something so special when you look at yourself and be like, is that me? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. And you just wait for that day. And you're getting not just your makeup done, you're getting an experience in a beautiful environment where she's prepared for you. You're not some fly by night. Oh, you you hear, Oh, come just move that, move that. Come on, come on, come on. No, <laughs> you know when you book with her, she's asked some questions and kind of found out a little bit about you, so that when you come into that space, it's a space prepared for you. How mm-hmm. about that for? service and mm-hmm. if you feel like talking if you're talking like me you're gonna leave with some nuggets of wisdom because she's just smart she's just smart <laughs> Now, if you want a quiet moment because some people feel like this is my sacred quiet time Gonna glam me up on the mm-hmm. side of she can roll with you but nowadays in the service part of the business no. we miss asking questions we no. miss the consultation part where we get to know our customer as an individual and we create a customized, come on here, a mm-hmm. customized, tailor-made experience just for you. Like, she knows you're coming. Good morning, Latanya. Welcome. And
1: mm-hmm. you're like,
0: that comes with the package. So yeah. i to know as a makeup artist, and there are so many people out here, if you are on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you see thousands of different makeup artists doing a wide variety of things. How did you determine that you needed to narrow down Teresa's lane? What was that process like? Um, Well, coming to the realization that trying to make everybody happy is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, And the very reason why you went into business is now in question because you're overextending yourself Ooh. to try and be everything to everybody. Um, and you exhaust yourself And the freedom that business is supposed to give you is no longer freedom. Um, and so you, you take a step back and you take a look at, at, what is what is why does this feel this way right i remember when uh when i first started doing makeup i remember i i learned on you you know people try to you know make it a thing where you know especially in the beauty industry oh you learn from youtube university i mm-hmm. actually did i i was inspired to learn how to do my own makeup by youtube and so i learned a plethora of techniques and product usage and all of that kind of stuff from YouTube. But what was when I first started um, doing makeup, um, all of this colorful makeup was out and mm-hmm. everybody was doing all of those colorful looks and they were absolutely beautiful. Um, and I did that on myself for a while. And I thought that that is what everybody wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I figured that, you know, cleaner makeup, which is what my signature is, um, I felt like maybe that might be the easiest to do. So let's not concentrate so much on that. But I do that. I do colorful. I do glitter. Whatever it is you want when you sit down, I decided that I would do. Uh, But then there came a time where when I was, you know, when I would look at makeup, that didn't really resonate for me from very early. Like colorful makeup just did not resonate with me. When I looked at pictures that truly inspired me, it was people like Iman. It was people yes. like um it was people like uh Naomi Campbell. It was those looks. It was even Rihanna with her her glowy skin. It was red carpet looks like what you see um, Kerry Washington with those clean red carpet, beautiful Mm -hmm. skin Mm -hmm. looks. Those were always what resonated with me. But I felt that if I wanted clientele, Mm
2: -hmm. that I had
0: to do what was popular at the time.
2: Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: because I tr- I felt like, okay, I need to be able going into business. I didn't know much. I thought that I needed to be able to do everything within this one lane. If I say that I'm a makeup artist, then I need to be able to do it all. Um, but it just did not resonate with me. So, so it took me a long time. Uh, it took me a long time of a few things because i was doing something that i did not want to do trying to appease everybody my results were inconsistent Wow! because i I wasn't doing what i love to do and Mm -hmm. i wasn't quite honestly i wasn't very good at things that i did not love doing so my results were inconsistent and I, i all of these things will resonate with people who are trying to go into business, Um, because if you, I don't care if you bake cakes, if you're baking a cake that you don't particularly, uh, don't have that expertise in something that doesn't inspire you, then you'll get inconsistent results, whether it's baking cakes, doing makeup or whatever, your results will be inconsistent. So my results were inconsistent. I didn't, I didn't like what the outcomes were. So I wasn't, not my, my work was inconsistent and I wasn't happy with the final product. Wow. Mm. And when I had people walking out my door and I wasn't satisfied with what I saw, I wasn't 100% satisfied and pleased with what I saw, Good. then I had to reevaluate. I yeah. had to reevaluate and say, you know what? Let me find my people. So I started to do, to train myself, because remember, I still was a beginning artist. I had to train myself to do what it is that I love to do. And I had to be bad at it for a season.
2: Ooh. Um, <laughs> I didn't,
0: I didn't, um, I didn't start doing makeup because I was taught to do it. I learned how to do it by watching someone
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I started doing it, but I was bad at it for a season. Um so what I did was I started to you know learn different techniques and then mm-hmm. I would come back and critique my work like I would do clients and I would critique my work like against the things that I really wanted against the outcomes that I wanted right I would critique my work against the outcomes that I wanted so now I stopped looking at the things that didn't resonate come I'm not on. even looking at that I'm only looking at what inspires me. I only look at the final outcomes that I want. And so I started to look at them. And so I would compare my work with the cleanness of that look. And then I would say, you know what? Nope, it's still something missing. But I kept doing it because now I was beginning to love what I do. And I knew that I was getting there, right? Mm -hmm. So I kept doing the thing that resonated with me, even though I wasn't the absolute best at it. I kept at it. And then I would try something different. I would, you know, alter my technique a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, yes, that's good. Keep that. I, all, I still wasn't there. I would keep what, what, what worked for me. And I would dismiss other things that did not. And then I would say, you know what? And I'd try something else and be like, uh-oh. That's yeah. almost it. That's yeah. almost it. I'm almost there. It's one thing. and I And I didn't know what it was because, again, I didn't necessarily have somebody teaching me, showing me. I was learning you know, visually through different mediums that I would do. I would buy little classes from people, from artists who inspired me. And so I would look at them and say, they would say, well, this works for me. If this is what you're trying to do, this works. And I'm like, okay, well, show me how to do it, you know, in these classes. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I am not kidding you. Here's the deal. I just within the last year and a half got to where I was that's it there wow. it is don't move don't move it is it that's and I it been doing this 10 years wow. so last year I finally got comfortable but here's the deal I knew I was almost there and had I quit long Ooh. ago then I never would have found myself in this space. I was okay with not being 100%. I knew I was getting close. And my clients, my folks, kept coming. Come on here. Because they liked what I was doing and where I was going. They were satisfied with each stage and phase of me because what we got to realize is that people, a lot of times, they know what service you provide. They know mm-hmm. what, what business that you're offering. But a lot of times, the majority of the reason why people continue to come is because they like you.
1: Ooh, Ooh. See? And That's so true. I
0: believe that even in the times where I wasn't, where I was, where I felt like it was perfection, mm-hmm. I was nice to people. Yeah, I come cared on. for people. I come gave on. them an experience. Experience and let them know that right where I was, even though I knew that I wasn't the best at it, I knew I wasn't the best makeup artist in the city. I knew I was—I knew I still had a lot to learn. But I gave service that Come made on. people bear with me in every Woo! stage of my business, so that when I got there, they had been on the process and on the journey with me, yes. and yes. enjoyed doing it, even though I was not the best of it. At wow. It. And so that's the thing that I, I hope business owners know is that you may not be all the way where you want to be, but if you provide people a feeling and experience mm. when they are with you, yes. they will come to you for because of the way that you feel you. and bear with you until mm-hmm. you get to perfection in your Absolutely. business. And I so that. That is, that's thats that's been the main lesson That I've learned in business is just service, being just kind to people, uh, understanding that they're giving you a moment of their time and they're giving you hard-earned money. That part. Uh, And that, you know, it is that I constantly think about my business. I constantly think about my levels of service. I constantly want to know how I can get better. I ask my clients how I can get better because I Mm -hmm. want to know. A lot of us are afraid of critique. I welcome it because it helps me to get better. And so um, I ask my clients, what could I do better? Is there anything I could do better? And they said, well, you know what? When I come, just like recently, when I come, you know, I would like to, you know, you know if I come early, I'm always worried about whether my lipstick is going to last. You should drop a product line or you should have that available for me to have. Uh-huh. Those are the things that I think about, you know, those are ways that, that help my clients yes. to, that will be the cherry on top for some of the, of their experiences. Yes. Some people will say, you know what, everything is just fine. Some people will say, you know, just say before I started my silent appointment, some people will say, you know, I kind of have some anxiety. And when I come and sit in your chair, I just like to relax. If you can just put on some, you know, soft music and just allow me that moment. And, you know, we not have any conversation. I welcome that. And so I instituted um, silent appointments for that. Yeah. You know, so it's it's always just about what I can do to elevate my levels of service at the same time. Now, here's a, a, the last thing. Um, because I have a business, um, I allow for training. Mm. Even though it's just me, every year I find somewhere to go uh, with an artist that whose work is better than mine, and I figure out a way to get there and get a one on one. Every year I
1: okay. work in
0: training, just like you're going to go to training for new systems, new yes. processes, yes, and, you know, new techniques. You know, yes. if they take out one system, you're going to get training. So every year I do training. I try to Mm -hmm. constantly train myself, try to constantly train myself on business practices and things of of that nature. But I always work in training, um, you know, so that I'm on top of my game and that I'm always working smarter and not harder. I hope that, ladies, you are taking notes. Simone, you want to jump in there?
1: Yeah, I noticed something that you kept saying, and it's very, very important, even in the corporate America Customer service, mm-hmm. like the way customer service is now, is absolutely trash. Yeah, I mean, depending on where you go, but absolutely trash. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the True. fact that you kept bringing up the fact that you, you know, you want to give an exceptional service to everybody you 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 know you meet in your salon or what have you, is very uh, important. Because the customer service will keep them coming back. Yeah. Exceptional, exceptional customer service will keep the flow. Yeah. I've learned that as far working in the corporate America. I've learned that. I've had several jobs, like in the food industry, and where you know they my my teammates didn't really care for customer service, and I had to be mm-hmm. the one to step up and do the customer service. And not that I wanted any, not that I wanted it for the tips, but I would get tips because of my great customer service. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not that I I wanted the tips. mm -hmm. Of course I wanted the tips, but I wasn't doing it for that. But you know, the customer service is what it's all about.
0: I agree. I think that with you know, with dealing with people, and I guess that's why for me is also ministry. Is that I realize that everybody who sits in my seat is human. There you and go. I'm deal with everybody's dealing with something.
1: There you go. Right?
0: And and I'm in their personal space. Right. And so, with that being allowed, that I'm in a person's personal space, I try to treat that very, very delicately. In the mm-hmm. sense that, um. They don't need to have a bad experience with me. Nobody has any shortage of bad experience.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so,
0: right. you know, I I just want to make sure that even if the day has been less than um, motivating, that mm-hmm. when you come to me, that you don't I don't have to add on to to what you're experiencing. Come on! But Good. I think also that has to do with the fact that I I do it. Because I love it and I happen to make money from it, right? Yeah. I don't, I, I loved it first. Mm. I loved yeah. it first. I loved it first when I wasn't making yeah. money. I wasn't mm-hmm. making a lot of, I, I wasn't making money doing it. Um I charged very, you know, modestly because my skill, I felt like I charged what I could charge, given that my skill level level wasn't up to par. Mm. I felt that I charged what I felt, not what someone else valued me at. Come on! I charged no. what I felt that I could charge in the moment, and then when I could charge more than I did, um, but I did it. I loved it first, and I did it for what I could charge it for, and then. I started making money from it. I happened to start making money because my skill level increased, but again, I loved it first. So, I would do it if I wasn't making a dime because I loved it first. Wow. And I think that that makes a difference in yeah. how you present as a business owner. If you're if money is your first motivation, then you won't be good at it. Ooh, that's so good. If money is your first and only motivation, like if you're not if, if money is a thing, what happens? What happens when when you have times like now, where people are really watching what they're spending? You know, people are right. really watching what they're spending right now because of our economic situation. So, what happens when those moments come? What do you still have to offer mm-hmm. um, that has nothing to do with your money making? Um, Motivation, like what? What can, yeah. what can the people who did patronize you when in times of plenty look for from you, um, yeah. as a business? So again, I loved it first. That's what makes it easier to, to be able to do it and to provide service that I do, because I just love what I do. I love the feeling of a person feeling like they're cared for. Yes, and that they've been taken good care of when they are with me. That's important to me. Now, along this journey, Lady C, as you are building your business, as you are honing your craft, and you are in that in that sweet spot. At what point did the concept of your brunch Ella experience come into? Walk us through that process. Yeah, well, just like. Anybody else, uh, maybe not to the extent that I dealt with it, Um, a little bit about my story is that um, I have gone through some emotional trauma Mm -hmm. um, and it was something that I didn't deal with for, (sighs) had to be at that time, it was about 15 or 16 years. Mm. Um, It was something that I kind of kept putting on the back burner, um, didn't want to deal with it, tried to deal with it before and and I didn't get the outcome that I wanted or that was comfortable for me. Um, So I didn't deal with something for 16 years. Mm -hmm. It affected me so greatly that um, it, uh, this emotional trauma happened with my daughter. I think she was like five months old
2: mm-hmm.
0: and from the time that my daughter was five months, I had my son when she was two, I, you know, raised my children, um, but I hadn't dealt with this. And so I ended up being depressed. Um, and my what my depression did was it kept me in the house okay. because that was the place that I felt was my safe place mm. so only thing I felt like I was doing was being a wife and a mom like supporting my husband supporting my daughter supporting my son which I took great joy in doing but yeah. I didn't do take the best care of myself. I didn't remember my own dreams. I didn't remember that. And so I created this space in my house that I thought was a safe place and it very quickly became my prison. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't having adult conversations. I didn't go out with my friends I didn't do any of those things. And so once I started to deal with those things, um, first of all, I realized that my spiritual life was lacking. That's the first thing. Cause a lot of, cause what generally Ooh. happens is when you let that fall by the wayside, it's like a, a it's like a house of cards, you know. Um, you don't know how to deal with those things because you are, you're not guided. You're not yeah. having direction. Um, you're not praying like you should be. So how can you hear the voice of God like you should? You're not reading scripture. You're not, you're not engaging with God. You know. So that was the, the root of it. Um, and then, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, coming to the place where I can figure out, um, what I wanted to do. So once I started to deal with those things, um, after, you know, really getting in the face of God and really just, um, seeing a therapist and, you know, just working through my stuff Mm -hmm. that after that, I started to really, you know, it's like, thawing out. You know what I'm saying? Like you you've been so, you know, disconnected for so long. as and then when you start to deal with those things and God is speaking, it's like like thawing out. It's like you can feel again. You got, you know, it's you you're breathing deeply. I, I don't I I don't know, maybe I'm not doing the best job at explaining it, but it's like, you know, you're coming alive again. And so when I started to feel that way, from the beginning, God was like, eh, you need should do this brunch. And I remember it's not the easiest thing to do because I I hadn't been out. Like I had not been doing anything like that. I didn't even know if I had enough wherewithal to have an adult conversation. I didn't know if I had, I could even be social because I hadn't been in so long. So I did it actually as a first in obedience to God, the second as a challenge to myself. Um yeah to see if I could push myself to really just engage and to um, have conversation with and really listen. Um, I really did my brunch to listen, um, to to have, you know, and just um, tell my experiences so that nobody else had to go there. Um, And Mm -hmm. so my brunch was born just out of a challenge Um, to myself to really embrace sisterhood, really embrace um, the gifts that God has given me in being resourceful and sharing any resources that I might have so that, um, that we are all empowered. So that's where my brunch came from. And that is the intention of my brunch. I think just like I think about everything else, I think very deeply about it. I think about what I want, um, you know, the things that I want to offer you because I don't want anybody to feel um, when they come away from my, I want everybody to feel when they come out of my brunch that they can do whatever it is that they feel success is because that looks differently for everybody. But we're going to touch on a lot of things um, at the brunch that Mm -hmm. I, I believe will empower us all. Where did you come up with a theme AI? Because I'm sure people thought artificial intelligence. Yeah. Let no, me tell you something. God is so amazing with me. Uh, you see my 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 kid back there. Sorry. <laughs> Say hi, Tyson. Wake your hand. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, she, talk to you about Tyson because Tyson's <laughs> word over me. She, she's not, not real. She, I don't know what she in there doing. <laughs> Tyson ain't no. <laughs> show she she like, Honey, listen, you're on there talking, but the show must go. I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I anyway, love it. anyway, um, where I came with, God is really good to me, um. I'm telling you, it's just God stuff. Like, when you hear the voice of God, honestly, I don't really, I think about my brunch. I think about what it is that I want people to feel. That's my mm. thing. I'm always thinking about how I want people to feel. And really, God gives me the rest. So when the Lord told me AI, I automatically, mm. of course, start artificial intelligence. And he's, no, he's like, no, no, no. All <laughs> in. I mean, like when I all say in. all in, I'm talking about all in. And as I've been just praying about it, because I'm seriously, I'm really just now coming up with um, things that we're gonna talk about. I had an idea, but I'm really calculated about it. As I'm thinking about all in, I'm thinking about, you know, it would be it we would be at a great dis doing a great disservice to everybody. Mm. If we come into Brunchella only talking about these topics and, you know, all of these things that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. and not get to the root of the problems. So this this Brunchella is we're going to talk about the things, but we're going to talk about why we are there to give you a a good example about it. uh, We're going to talk about the shame of finances. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're going to talk about the show is because a lot of us come real dressed up, you know, yeah. when we come and we be around our church families, our good girlfriends around our family. We come buttoned up because we got a job. We got a few little clothes. Yes. We get our nails done and our hair done. We want to show up our best, but who will we ever tell girl I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I'm on here. I am like my finances, like I am, I I, I can't have no emergencies because it would financially devastate me. We are ashamed of what our finances look like. And you've got to release the shame in order to deal with your finances. So we need to talk about shame. Yes, we do why why are we ashamed because we're trying to please other people because we're trying to keep we're trying to keep up this unrealistic standard that's where shame comes from wow and so we need to talk about the shame why is it that we aren't dealing with our finances why is it that we're not being candid about the fact that girl i really can't go to brunch with y'all right now i'm trying to cut i'm trying to do something and fix my finances is one of the things or that we are we are ashamed Ooh. because we've overextended ourselves trying to live in a way that we can't yes. really afford we got this big old house that yes. got this big old rent payment that takes more than the percentage of money that it should be taken so now i need to offload some of the top heavy expenses so that i can have a like we're ashamed about that
1: Right. We're ashamed. And it's because, like you said, we want to we want to uh, paint a picture to everybody that we are we're this like big baller. And so we just and when we don't, you know, when we don't meet that expectation.
0: Yeah. Right. And then that leads to the next conversation that we'll have. Why is it that I feel like I have to come to my friends buttoned up? How come I feel like if we are friends that I have to show up all together? Wow. Why? Why can I not be in the state that I'm in today? Yes, yeah, with my friends. With How my come friends. I don't feel safe enough? with my friends or my good girlfriends to be in the condition that I am in if Ooh. it is unsavory. Because what is it the can. condition of the... What is the state of female friendships for real? Ooh, so that's, I've been, yeah, come on here. <laughs> that's, the that is, that's the part what, of the right here. What is the state of female friendships? What
1: what, what are we for real? We and want to... The in problem in is... In the whole problem is we want to compete against each other. We talked about this in several podcasts before. We want to compete against each other. We want to look better than the other. So, therefore, in order to look better than the other, we want to pretend like we have the most money, get the best outfits, get the get the body surgery, and all this. We want, just because we want to look better than the other, and we don't want the other person to out us because we have I to be number one.
0: I think that to some degree that is absolutely true because we weren't affirmed before. Yes, and right. so that's You're the right. thing. I think that yeah. we wouldn't be searching for what is acceptable if we'd already been told before that we were already acceptable the way that we right. were. I think right. that is a, Come a on. you know, thing. Um, you know, with some females, but I think the 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 root of that is not being affirmed, and that happened way before you even knew about surgeries. It happened way yes. before we dealing with it now. But if you trace that back, I guarantee you, Woo. you can find that that same stuff existed when you were five, six, yes. three. Yeah, <laughs> the same stuff existed. Yes. Um, but I I also do believe that we have to normalize the conversation and the reality that all of us, every last one of us is learning how to be a good friend. We are. We don't really, we don't, for real, we don't got all the answers. And honestly, friendship is what friendship looks like is subjective because what Tanya may need from you, you know, Your other friends may not need from you. Tanya may need something very different than your other friends need to you. So you're learning to be uh, a good friend to all of your friends who don't have the same needs. So we're all learning how to be a good girlfriend. And we got to understand. That's why we got to be a little slower to cut people off because we're learning. We don't have all of the answers. If you're looking for a, a perfect friend that fits everything that you need from them, then you 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 might as well lock yourself up in the house too, because at the end of the day, nobody it's nobody's responsibility to give you everything you need. What are you giving yourself that? Where it doesn't require someone else to fulfill that need, we're looking for somebody to give us something that they don't have the capacity to give.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So that's a thing. Uh, so that we don't that's even a thing. talk to each other, it requires spending time with each other Come to on. know a little bit about our background, where we've been, to know we missed some affirmation somewhere, we missed some validation somewhere, to where this is why. Tanya might react to certain, with a certain things. She's not a bad person. It's just she's been hurt in some ways and if you say certain things to her, she kind of get a flashback. So don't cut her off too quick because she got a really good heart. Just she got some quirks. Just hang in there with her because she really is a really good friend. We are so quick to say, no, I'm done. I'm yeah. done with you. I'm How talking you about 30-year friendships are ending because of something so simple as to let's just talk if you know my heart, as you should if you've been in my world 20 years, you should know that when I said that I didn't mean to hurt you, and if it hurts you, you should have loved me enough to come to me and talk to me about it and not try to blast me or just kick me to the
1: curb. Yeah, Can we not be say this I, before we came on? Lord have mercy. I totally
0: mm-hmm. agree with that. Um, and I had said this when uh, when we were at the um, um, brunch after dark um, is that you know at the end of the day I feel that if everyone coming into any friendship male female, but we talking about the ladies right now, if we come into our friendships um not thinking about what we can get out of it' Woo, and yes. always coming yes. into the friendships yeah. wondering what we can add to it. And if everybody came into their friendships in that way, then yes. nobody goes lacking because you right. came to give. If Come everybody in every relationship came to give, then nobody lacks anything because we're all about giving. And then we will automatically receive. But we always trying to figure out, well, what can I get from, from this? Is she this? Is She got to check all of the boxes. Well, that's not she may not like to be on the phone all day right you know you got you gotta you gotta come giving uh if we all did that then we would we would do better about um you know about our friendships um and we gotta value each other's processes you know we, we have to value value each other's processes, which leads me to really what what will sum up the day out the sum of the day for the brunches um i really been looking at um the story of peter in the bible and i know that it's really a common story when they were on the boat and it was a storm and they were all afraid and jesus is on the boat he's sleeping no not that one no i've been reading that too but no this is the time when jesus was on the water Mm. And he told peter to come out to the water out, I've, been, peter. I've been reading i've been right reading my bible all the time okay so i got two but um but the the one that i'm i'm specifically speaking about is jesus is on the water and he tells peter to come out yes honey this is this is on some 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 water water and we like to we like to we like Woo. to count vilify peter because jesus said when he started to sink when he started to come out when he got out of the boat and he started to sink um jesus said oh a little faith and that's where we want to stop mm. but what i've really been thinking about here lately is the fact that out of all of the disciples that were on the boat and jesus bid peter to come at least he got out the boat <laughs> he, got out of boat oh, come he got out of the boat. He <laughs> got out of the boat. He got out of the boat with just <laughs> a little bit. He got out of the boat with just a little bit. He got out of the boat. He got out of the boat. He might have started to sink because he was looking at the conditions around him, but he still got out of the boat. He got and out of the boat, sis. Broken says. got out the boat. Scared, he still got Listen, out the boat. That had been shaking, but Jesus said, "Come okay, out here!" So he is. Been looking all around, okay. so you imagine, but so, he still got out the boat. Jesus, and so that's the thing is, is what I hope that everybody gets out of the brunch is that you don't have to have it all figured out. Mm. Just, get out Just get out the boat. Get out the boat. Get out the boat. God may have told him you got a little bit of faith you had a a little bit of faith enough to get out the boat and he didn't leave him just because he didn't have enough just because he didn't walk holy on the water Jesus was still there and so I just hope that everybody gets out of our time together is that having it figured out is overrated just get out Yeah, and God will continue to be with you when you start to sink, when you get out the boat, starting to sink, and when you finally get to Jesus, He is going to be there
1: with you. Just get out.
0: That's so powerful.
1: I like that part. Now that we've touched on that part because we've talked about so many times where there'll be days when some of us barely want to get out of bed. Yeah, we. Yeah, And that part right there is just trying to determine whether or not we're going to get out of bed today. <laughs>
0: yeah, you just just trying to figure it out every day. You know, every day. That's why it's so important to us that we don't hold ourselves up. That's why. Because if you stay, that's why you got to have somebody that's willing, and willing to be selfless with with themselves mm-hmm. and see and be willing to see about somebody else right, right. that's why you have to have community right that's it. We, Come on. You, listen you can have money you can have a number of things but the most important thing that we are failing at and why our mental health is the way that it is why are why everything is just feels like the weight of the world is on your own shoulders is because you have not established community you have isolated yourself from the world, you isolated yourself from your friends, you isolated yes. yourself from your family, you isolated uh-huh. yourself because you just trying to deal with it yourself. You Ooh, feel me. that the way you are feeling is, you know, is something that you don't want to impose on nobody, but at the end of the day, it's a trick from the enemy to yes. isolate you so that he can have he can have his way with your mind and the way that yes. you think and make you feel that you're alone and by yourself and it ain't nobody else in the world going through that or been through that but you. Isolation is always not productive um, in in certain seasons of your life. Certain seasons of your life require community and so that's what we really want to talk about. How is it that we can best provide spaces of community for women, where we can just feel like, hey, if I, I, we ain't got to sit up and talk about all of the problems that I have, but if we could just go out for brunch and kick it like good girlfriends, leave there, go get a cookie from the mall, you know, whatever, whatever, we have to establish community. A cookie I you mean, know you, you know what I mean, yeah. I mean sometimes you can't walk around with nothing but a cookie cause you don't your finances will allow you to walk around with yeah. a cookie, but that's okay, yeah. you walking around with a cookie with your girls. I remember yeah. when I was coming, Amen. I remember my mom and my godmother were best friends, and I remember they would get all of the kids. I hated to go shopping with them sisters because they would be there all day, and I would just i I used to wonder. Are y'all going to go in every store in the mall? That oh, it there. will weary me, okay? Come on. But they would be together all day and then they used to either stop by Church's Chicken over there on Seven Mile and I think it's Canis
2: mm-hmm. it,
0: it, over there uh, by Solomon's Temple. They would stop at okay. Church's Chicken and get two legs and a biscuit. I'll never forget it. Come and, on or <laughs> They would go over, either my godmother would come over to our house, or mm. we would go over to my godmother's house, and they would just get in the kitchen and cook. Yes. And my godmother, or who, depending on whoever's house, my mom would either be sitting at my godmother's kitchen table, and they would just be talking while my godmother would cook, or when my godmother's at my house, uh, they would be sitting, she would be sitting at the kitchen table uh, with my mom cooking. We gotta do that again. We I remember get them getting in my mama's bed and watching movies. Just yes. you know, she yes. would just come over and watch a movie with mama. Yes. You know, we gotta do better. We have we to just do just have yes. to do better. We have to create spaces and time for community. Yes, and I think we we going back to something you said, Lady C about how we try to do so fake and phony around each other. Here's the thing about it. I'm that girlfriend there. You told me you lived in one suburb. Well, now that you need to ride, I got to drop you off in the hood. I'm going to still take you to the hood, boo. hmm And I, I don't even know why you had to fake the funk in the, in the beginning. I don't care. If right. you live in the or you live on Linwood and Davidson. I can rock with you either way yeah so it don't pay to lie it don't pay to be fake because what's done in the dark gonna come out and you're gonna be looking crazy but I'm gonna love you either either way so why yeah. take too many extra muscles and extra time and effort to come up with lies right to handle the truth and if I'm not able to handle your truth maybe I'm not a good friend for you in that moment but just give it to me how it is I just just let me mm-hmm. have it how because if we start to try to compare ourselves and, and appear to be. And social media plays a part in this. We want everything to look so pristine. But the kind of best friends you just got to be talking about and the kind of best friends my mom has, uh, my mom and my Amy have been besties since I was eight and I'm 48. When mm-hmm. you've seen the absolute best and the absolute worst of each other and you stayed, mm-hmm. those those kind of riders, yep. you cherish them. They have seen you at the top That's of it. your game and they seen you laid out in the flow, weird, crooked and everything, and then prayed you through some stuff only y'all know about. Yep. And, you can- know, why do we, and why do we want to, and why do we want to offload ourselves when we, when our friendships stand a, a test? Like, I, I, you know, where, when it gets really, when it gets bad, that we ought to, the first thing that comes to us is that we are, we're done. Now, Mm -hmm. there are some things that are absolutely off limits, right? But for those gray and trivial areas that if, you know, it's not a, a absolute deal breaker um why are we not taking the time to fix that stuff fix I, that. I, i've i to. told my friend i'm because we don't I'm want to. children is i've told my children this from the time they were kids think about okay what well, this is the situation all right great we got that duly noted okay okay what you know is this a deal breaker and why Right, And if this person, if the good times outweigh the bad and Ooh, this is not a deal breaker, it. then fix it. Fix it. Come on. Fix it. Yes. yes. Because I, let me tell you something. My husband was my best friend first. We I've been knowing my husband since we were 14 years old. Ninth grade, Osborne High School. Okay. And wow. when I tell you that we have had bouts of not being a good friend. But at the end of the day, as friends, before, way before even just still friends, we fixed it because um, we realized that they were too that they are too valuable to lose. Too valuable. You're wow. too valuable to lose. Let me tell you something. Too I remember I had a good old friend. Me and my good old friend. I had three of them, three real good girlfriends, mm-hmm. still got them. And I remember going through a time where all oh, we was at it. You hear me? One of yeah. me and one of them was at it, at it, at it, real ugly, at it, said things that we probably shouldn't have said, well, which I know we shouldn't have said, uh-huh. not in that moment and in that way. It was a way to say truth and not be hurtful. Yeah. And I remember her just saying, you know what? You reckless. <laughs> Basically, I'm not calling you, Heffa. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> She stopped calling me. She stopped calling me. And that was my friend. Uh. Even though we were mad at each other, I missed her terribly. I missed her because that was my girl. Let me tell you, that was my ready, hood, good, hood good, hood good girlfriend. And I called her and I said, well, I called and she would hang hang up on me. Call, hang up on me, call, hang up on me. and i said mm. oh my god girl quit ha-. and when she when she finally picked up and said hello i said don't hang with the phone don't I hang said, up i need you i said Jesus. i need you i only got you in so and so we need to figure this out why are we not willing to mm-hmm. humble ourselves enough to tell somebody i can't have you leave my life i, I need you it. i need you you serve a purpose in my life. We've been rocking two. And I are we mad today, to but I need you. Yeah, I ain't got but a yes. few of y'all, and I, I need all y'all. So, all three. But we so prideful. We're so proud. We're so mean, ugly, and, you know, haughty that we can't admit that we need somebody else. That's and nice. I guarantee you that if you can't tell your girlfriends that, you can't tell your boo that, you can't tell your husband there. You can't tell nobody that, because there are certain people that you need that you need as a person, because they make you better. You might you fall know, out. Been, Love has I've been a way. About why I had to learn in my life that loving me and being a good friend doesn't include a one hundred percent subscription to agreement. Oh absolutely oh when we can detach, love respect and agreement and we can still have that mutual respect we won't agree on this we can hash it out when we feel like it but sometimes we're just too tired and it's okay that we don't but i still love you and your track record yeah. how you have down for me when i have nothing but a rich cracker and a piece of one piece of chicken wing not even the whole wing just the flat part and you came through here with groceries you ain't had but a couple dollars yourself but you brought your kids and we made a meal out of this Yeah. why would would I get upset because we just don't agree on something and it's again not a deal breaker yeah we can't even have a social media intellectual discourse because we can't agree and we think that's rejection mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so whatever rejection and abandonment issues you got you brought that over here and you thought that my disagreement meant i don't love you i just yeah. happen to be a whole different person and think differently That's all. That happen because every person in your life is the sum total of their experiences in life yeah. Yes. So you have to understand. I was raised very. If I'm raised differently than you, then my perspective is probably very different than yours. Yes, my yes. experiences will lend to to the way that I feel about something. And if we don't have parallel experiences, then you're prone to disagree on things. Right, and that's okay. That is, right. it is okay to disagree. But the problem now is, is that um, disagreement. Like, if you don't agree with the thing, then a person will will lap all of these judgments on you because you don't Ooh. agree that yeah. you, you are getting all of these. Oh, you couldn't possibly feel that that's right. And you can. Wait a minute. I know you're going to let me feel the way that I feel until I that's evolve. That's yeah, because right now that's where I am. I'm not saying that eventually, maybe I won't evolve the way that I am thinking about it, but this is the way that I see it right now. Because there are many things that I saw back when I was 17 that I realized, and I know today, that I was the biggest fool ever. <laughs> I mean, I can, I, can name a, I can name a number of things because we evolve as people. We have, so um, let each other evolve. Let we people have, have space to grow.
1: Yes. we are not gracious with growth we're not we're not yeah, we are, ma'am um the fact that we weren't yeah. we weren't affirmed back way when so therefore because we weren't affirmed and you know told i'm love I love you every day or whatnot we we take everybody's everybody's opinion as rejection or whatnot yeah
0: right. So we have to stop lying and tell people that we don't have nobody. We could have had a community. We could have had a village. We could have had friends if we had taken the time to have a conversation and say, you know what? My spirit is jacked up. My stomach is jacked up. I just, I need you in my life. So can we have lunch or, you know, peanut butter and jelly or something and just talk? Even if it gets sensitive and we cry and you know we can take the lashes off we can put them back on we can go see Lady C and get our makeup done later on together but i just feel like we need to to come to a a meeting and say this is worth way more than than just throwing it away yeah Yeah. we we also have to we also have Mm -hmm. to self-evaluate instead of always talking about you know you know what what another person's perspective is we also have to be willing to say you know what this is the way i think about it and it's it may not be right this is the reason why i think about it because this has been my experience yes i realize that i probably have room to grow in that area and when you can come to a conversation and a friendship in that way and say like you know what i do believe like that but i i think that because i dealt with this that it influences that so I know that it's probably not the healthiest perspective. You have to be so self-aware that yes. you understand that you ain't got it all buttoned up. You know, you right. don't got it sewed up. You, you, you know, you're a hot mess. Some yes. of your experiences was a hot mess. Come some on. of them you caused some of them you didn't, but at the end of the day you got to understand that like everybody got stuff that they bring it, you know, people always talking about, you know, don't bring your baggage. Well, baby you, everybody got some. Everybody got something. It's called human. There you go. Got a bag. Everybody got shoes. some. <laughs> everybody, everybody got some, you know? Yes. And
1: yes. so that's
0: just really the common ground that we all have to come to is that everybody has something. And it can be and, and I think because we're all and I'm just thinking about this now, because we're all under some sort of pressure, Yes. Just by the nature of life that sometimes we get so because we're not doing the best at caring for ourselves. That it becomes too exhausting because we already overloaded with our own life stuff. It becomes too exhausting to fix our friendship. So we just we let them go. Right mm-hmm. like, because sorry, that's my grandfather clock. So we we um we let our friendships go because I already got so much stuff. And so I feel like those things aren't optional. I gotta deal with bills in my house. I gotta deal with my husband. I gotta deal with my kids. I gotta deal with my health. I, I gotta deal with all of those. Those are not options. But if we have an issue in our friendship, I rather just let that go because I just don't have to deal with that. And I think some of us think of our friendships as they're dispensable. So we don't work on them. They're not. How are you going to deal with a marriage? These are all important relationships. If you are having a problem in this one area, as far as as friendship and showing some grace in that area, how are you going to handle a marriage to a person? (laughs) Baby, listen.
1: Cause, the keywords on, is it- you just said, the keywords you just said, is, I don't have to deal with. So mm-hmm. there are certain things that you don't, you literally do not have to deal with. So mm-hmm. like if a, if a man is putting their hands on you, you don't right. have to deal with that unless and you choose sure. to. Right. There you go. That's true. So like, yeah. like you said, you don't have to. And I think that's where, where it comes in, like where I don't have to deal with, you know, this or that. So I'm just going to choose not to which is good mm-hmm. in some cases in some cases just like the example my gave, which is good in some cases but in all cases it's not no. I think the problem though
0: is see I I I could understand when you don't have time invested in friendships right that part, I think right. it's completely different yeah. when you have already done the work up front with yes. your friendships to make sure that they are solid and y'all yes. have proven you, yourselves to each other over the test of time. Yes. And that's where I don't understand where that breakdown can happen about trivial things. I mean, there are certain things that will hurt. Those are there are certain things that will take a lot of work to try and overcome. It. And yes. you know, it will take some time. Um you know it will take some time so i understand the difficulty of that it's not comfortable um not- we always want comfort well, we you know do. that's the age there we live in go. we live in the age of comfort yes. we don't oh, comfort you know yep. yes. we want to be uncomfortable and enjoy you know what i'm saying we want comfortable we don't want anything to make us uncomfortable you know right. so so we just we elect not to do the work because it's not comfortable you know but it, i know it's uncomfortable like but but it's worth it. It can be it can really be worth it. I I got friends that I I can't imagine my life without. And but I will also say that we've done the work of being solid and uh I might let you have it today because I'm that friend. I'm not the one who um if you like it, I love it. I'm not that. I'm gonna tell you I don't love it. Right? <laughs> uh it's, yeah, I don't I'm not the I like it, you love it. I'm gonna tell you when you're and out. I'm gonna tell you, you know, when you write, I'm gonna gas you up to do things that probably nobody else will gas you up to do. I might even gas you up some to, for some things that you probably may be crazy to do, but I believe you could do anything. I'm you know, rocking with I'm you. just me. I'm be like, yes, do it, do it. You wanna jump off? Yes, you could do it. You know, I'm that. I'm that Listen, I, mean, I will gas you up. And you'll be like, now, nah, you told me to go ahead and do it. I'm like, oh, girl, I'm so sorry. You just wanted
1: to I know. do it so I, I, Listen, she I, will tell you, she you will tell want you, IMD, so bad that I am the, I am the, she will tell you, I am the support queen. Like, Love literally, that. I, if you look on my Facebook page, there is you no way you will see not. shop polishing no on purpose. I promise you, every mm-hmm. single, 24 hours a day you will see my page, Shop
0: polish No Purpose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I promise mm-hmm. I think it's important for ladies, for you all to be at this brunch is because, yes, you have your ride or die, and you've got your friends that have been rocking with you, but it's also maybe time to open up a little bit to... um extend yourself to some different circles. Sometimes we get siloed, we get comfortable and we get so complacent in what we're used to that we don't um, do what my sister did. She wanted to learn how to do something. So she got into different classes and circles and asked questions. You're gonna have to get into the rooms with some different people that do different things and just let God be who he is. And you'll never know that somebody at your table rub elbows with you and you have a lifelong friend, prayer partner, it's time to open up your mind to something different. I went to the brunch last year. Some of the people in that room were already my unofficial in my brain mentors. It's <laughs> people out there that don't know they to you. But they do in my head, and I'm <laughs> so pleasantly surprised because the wisdom in the room. We don't we don't sit around wisdom enough. We don't be mm-hmm. quiet enough to listen to wisdom. You have to sit down amongst people, and and you are wise too. You've been through some things too. Don't count yourself out.
2: Yeah. You may
0: not look like another person or have the the financial resources of another person, but you too have something in you. That's the key to somebody's problem. Wow. Don't despise small beginnings. As I look at my own face, don't despise small beginnings. You too have something that you can impart. When you get into these kinds of, you've been asking God, God, why am I stuck? What can I do to get unstuck? You got to do something different. You got to do you know, things. You you got know, to do, I'm gonna say things. this too, Tanya, mm-hmm. To that, to that end, I put out something, and I guess I'm gonna do that because I, I think a lot. I'm a, I'm just a thinker, <laughs> and sometimes I have overthought. I realized that some of the things that I've, I've done really, as of late, because remember I told you I was in my house for 15 years. Um, that I. I, I see, and I was, I put out this post today um, and I called them Teresa's Brunchella Thoughts uh, because I wanted to talk about things that I've been thinking about towards these topics. I and like that. Um, the, the thing that I, the thing that I thought about today was, um, you know, I, we see this always saying, you know, people be like, move in silence and let your mm-hmm. success do the talking and all of that kind of stuff. And I was really sitting today thinking about how I am so glad that I was really so happy for all of the women who did not move in silence. Wow. Because oh, I really? needed to hear, I needed see to hear that. their struggles. I needed to see, on, them on, lady, see them overcome. I needed to Don't watch look. Them at their successes when they, you know, when the thing that they sacrificed finally came to pass, there is something to be said about watching somebody evolve. There is something to be said, certain influence that comes with relatability. And I'm so glad that, I'm glad for the women who were brave enough to not move in silence, Um, and really to let us hear and see their story. And to be quite honest, I don't have the luxury of moving in silence. I have to tell mm-hmm. it because I want to help my sisters either avoid some of the pitfalls or yeah. be empowered through it. I don't have the luxury of moving in silence. Silence mm-hmm. to me, uh, you know, what What are we being silent for? Are you ashamed? Are you, uh, are you afraid that somebody going to take something from you? Moving Ooh. in silence for what? Why? You know? And so I am glad. I am glad for the women who were brave enough to not move in silence. I, I thank God for that, and that's why wow. I hope that Brunchella will be um, edifying to people. Because I'm the, I don't have the luxury. I'm not called to move in silence. God Ooh. wants my voice to be wow. heard, and so I, uh, I I hope that I hope that women will come. Because we're not, like my kids say, you, you gatekeeping information. We don't gatekeep. We don't nope. gatekeep. We're going to nope. talk about it and we're going to get delivered from it. We're going to overcome it. We're going to manifest it. We're going to uh, rejoice about it. Um, Ooh, and wee. do that. That is beautiful. Yeah. August yeah. twenty six from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You need to follow... Teresa Callahan on Facebook. I wish I was in Michigan. I know. I wish she was in Michigan too, Samal. Are you on Instagram, Lady C? I am. Teresa Callahan Beauty on Instagram. So follow her. You need to to save that date so that... uh, Actually, I believe the link is on your page. It is. It now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go to her page. Get to that link. Because the room is going to fill. So you need to make sure that you have a space there. And not just for you. Get with your sister groups. If you're involved in a, a women's ministry at church or Facebook group, a business group, or just let them know that this is going to be an event that's worth going to. I just attended Brunch After Dark and Lady C was a speaker Um, powerful, powerful moment uh, at that particular event as well. Um, Some some heavy hitters. I mean, and and it's funny because these events, I mean, I'm particular about where I go. I'll just put it like that. I'm particular about the people who I who I'm around because in this time in my life, I want to be very intentional (laughs) about my connections as far as who's imparting to me and as far as who I'm assigned to impart to I want to be intentional about those I can't be everybody everything I used to try to do that I started to run myself raggedy and I was the, the perfect helper outer and it wore me thin mm-hmm. to where when it came time to my own I had no brain cells left because I was in everybody's everything. You know how people now I was I was gonna say like Missy Elliott, but it worked for her because she was <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it worked <laughs> in a good example because she was like so-and-so featuring Missy, so-and-so featuring Missy. And then she finally got light blood, well, maybe that's a good example. Sometimes you can be a feature on somebody's album, and you get comfortable in that. but you don't yeah. realize. Yeah. You wrote it, you sung half of it, what if you just did your own album? What if Missy never thought that she could do it? And if she let her waste? That's crazy me? you said that. That I is mean, so crazy you said that. I just realized, right. That you know how, realize. how you been looking at TV and something just speak to you? Yesterday on the BET, was it yesterday? Uh, on yes, Sunday, Sunday. On the BET Awards. Sunday. Buster Ryan said that, he said that's how he got his start, he was the, he was, he's the one who pioneered the feature. So he Mm -hmm. was so comfortable with that, that he didn't, he didn't, he was like, uh, he didn't want to be, you know, a solo artist. Here they wow. are honoring him at, with a Lifetime Achievement Award for Finally. his own personal works. But he had, mastered, he had mastered the feature to the point where he was comfortable. He was Ooh. comfortable. I, that's one of the things, the stories that I, I try to keep stories in my, in my phone Jesus. so that when things come up that I can refer to those things because they have such power in them. But he said he was comfortable being a feature. Wow. And then he became known as a legend. Some of us mm. are so comfortable in features that we Woo. never realize that we are legend.
1: That's good.
0: <laughs> you know? That's
1: a whole sermon. That's
0: a whole world That's a whole sermon. World. And I have been that. I've been comfortable being the person that's that's okay. You ready? You got what you need. You got you got this. You got your water. You got. I'm the perfect armor bearer. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm the perfect do up, pop, 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 bop, bop girl. I will back you up in a Listen. minute. I just and that's comfortable for me. It, it it can be comfortable. I'm you know you don't even see me, but I'm in the back with with a mic behind it. You see, Millie Vanilli, huh? I I'm think going that's somewhere. all of
2: us. I think you that's most Milli of all of us.
0: But you, but you hear LHG, and that yeah. was key <laughs> <good> for me. <laughs> You can do all the red carpet you want. Just send me my, my few dollars. But at some point, it's like you feel that that tug. Like, yeah, you can go on and, and do your own album. You can. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Baby, he <laughs> wrote for that's everybody. And now, yeah, he's an amazing artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. transferred from the feature to the front line. At Busta Rhymes is the best rapper who wanna debate me up in here? Listen, Who wanna he debate is, me about the to tonight?
2: Because
0: I got a time. A oh I no, got I time. I got time. I'm <laughs> telling you, he he is he is one of a kind, man. Legend man. I'm I'm glad they finally gave him this because they probably should have did it 20 years ago, but we're gonna think oh, about yeah. it But yes. Yep, yeah. second to none. the The man can spit like none other. hmm Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so yeah. proud of him. I'm so, I am and, too. I am so proud of him. We and that's another person that we've seen evolve. There's yes, a power influence in watching a person evolve. We have seen him evolve. There's a power oh, in, jump in there. What you got,
1: yep. Like I like the part where y'all said we 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 hide ourselves too much, because I think we we have a lot of people now that want to be in the spotlight so much, mm-hmm. so they do whatever they can to get in the spotlight, whether it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. Right. So therefore, we have and we now we're shying back because we were just we just want to let them go ahead and get their spotlight, get what they want, mm-hmm. and so therefore. We push ourselves back, not knowing that we have what it takes to be in that same spotlight. Not that we may not want to be in the spotlight. spotlight.
0: You, ourselves, we, we, you would be amazed at the stories of people that are legendary, <sighs> like Buster Rhymes, that felt like, I don't think I got it. I don't think this album going to make it. I don't think this company going to do nothing. Sure. I don't think this talk show going to do it. And, and if they had not even tried, where would we be? We wouldn't have an Oprah. We wouldn't have a buster. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a miss. You have so much of what we mm-hmm. have gone. Our culture, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. so we got to stop that. And you need to be in this room, ladies. You need to be and attend with someone. These are the kinds of events you want LH, to. Grab you with. go live for me. Well, I might not. I have to see if that's contractually allowed. But we'll see. It is. If actually, <coughs> what's it? We actually have a um a content creator's corner. So for all of our content creators, we got a, a space in the corner of the venue. Ooh. We'll have light, We'll have a little, we'll, you will have the tripod. We'll have all yes, the TV yes, yes, yes. to be able to go into the corner and create content as things are happening. So, yes. Send me to the corner, ladies. you see. Send yes. me to the corner. <laughs> Please. Yep. Please put her in the corner, please. But I'm telling you, ladies, give you a good journal, grab you a good journal. Put her in time out. (laughs) Yeah. Block out that day where you can go and enjoy yourself. Good food, great food, great fellowship, beautiful environment. Some of the most powerful, influential and humble people that want to impart to you, that want, Mm -hmm. that desire, that thrive (laughs) on impartation. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. want, this is what they do, and they love what they do. Lady C loves what she does, and it shows. And she gives back, and she does different things to show people, I wanna be a blessing. This woman is, and no wonder she has been blessed in her business. The way that she has, because she can handle it. She can handle it. She can be trusted, and she didn't despise small beginnings. She didn't despise despise YouTube Universe. Everybody else going to YouTube University? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where's my? How do I get in? Okay. <laughs> Where do I
0: try? You can learn how to how to build a house. How to, how to, you can learn <laughs> some of everything. If some come up with a washing machine, where you gonna go? You my washing machine. YouTube University. YouTube.
1: How do I put my and application in? It.
0: it has a purpose. <laughs> and then she took that and went to classes, more focused classes with the professionals who are, you know, hey, let me teach you. And then even in that, she realized, okay, that was good. I can, I can learn how to do that. Well, let me see where I should be in this. Hmm. Where 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 is my place in this? Yeah. And she is the premier makeup artist in our region. She is. Everyone knows <laughs> she is. Okay, I know her look. I know the look. I know her lighting. I know the quality. When I see the quality of her the photograph, that's Teresa Callahan. That's Teresa Callahan. It's quality. It's pristine. And she had to like she said she didn't start good at it she even told us her journey of finding the right cameras and the right lights and the right you you have to that's a process people don't just wake up and it just becomes a motion picture <laughs> that, I that, cool. forever. that literally took me forever wow i was i i probably have reels on instagram when i bought all of these lights all of these spent all, all of this money and these investments on all of this stuff that I did not need. That's another thing we'll be talking about at Brunchella because a lot of us got more master classes in our emails than the law allow. Don't <laughs> have no classes. Implement with I, I do take the free the free um uh, little <laughs> doctor, and yeah. You probably have more information in that email.
1: Sure we got more master classes than, than the law allows. Lord have mercy.
0: Whatever it is you need Ooh. in that email. You know, and we just gotta implement what we already got. But I have probably got videos and reels where I spent all of this money on these things, and then I finally talked to an artist. I spent thirty-five dollars on a one-on-one to ask questions uh, with an artist that I I like, and I said, "Your pictures are what I want my pictures to look at." She said, "I got one light." I said, "One light." She said, well, what lights do you use? And I told her, she said, that's my one light. Oh, I could have melted into the ground that I already had exactly what I needed. Jesus, that's the word. I already had exactly what I needed. What I needed was good enough. And I took that one light, the way that she told me to take it, I positioned it the way she, I put the setting on there. It's the picture I've always wanted and did not know how to get. Woo. But you gotta go through the process. The process. You gotta go through the process. And now I got the mother light somewhere in a corner. <laughs> collecting dust, <laughs> but that's all right because I'm getting what I need. So that's fine. And I you have gotta to do that in order to, to get to where I am. That's amazing. I we're gonna wrap up. I want to thank you, Lady C. First of all, just for being a sweetheart. You're just an amazing soul. And mm-hmm. I am so grateful okay. to God. Um, that even though I knew of you and our paths had crossed, that we finally got a chance to spend some some one-on-one time together and realize how much we do have some parallels mm-hmm. in our how much of a a sister you've been to me, and I've I'm so proud of you, uh, of your accomplishments. I'm so proud. Some of the things that we talked about in my session, I want to do this and I want to do that. You know, implementation is big. Uh, you can um, you can start. I'm. I, I really I thought about what what Shonda said uh, the other night about starting things, and we can be professional starters. I mean career. That you are, I mean, I could be the great, the person you want to start is the Tanya. She's going to get you started. Or mm-hmm. well, I'm going to start, start this project. Ted. I'm going to start this book. I'm going to start this. But I, I don't do the best at finishing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that starts to make you feel You need busy. to do a lot. So I'm looking forward to just taking the time to say, okay, take one thing, LHD. And this is one of the one things here. This, this podcast here. Thank you, CEO. Frederick Beattie, for taking a chance on good old LHG. This is, this was <laughs> my dream. My dream was to be Detroit's next Karen in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And some of our big time pioneer um, TV anchor women, but I did not look like them. I was larger than them and didn't think that I would be accepted in that community because I didn't have the longer hair, which stuff it was wigs and weeds but anyway oh but for then, sure I mean, it has pretty hair <laughs> you know but i just i didn't fit the look and i'm emotional and you can't be crying delivering the news you can't be out there passing out while you talking about the news child they got to get you up off the floor first <laughs> Will somebody go get the news first <laughs> <laughs> in the <hood> crying <laughs> right <laughs> They fell out so now here we are You know, 40 years after that initial dream and I get a call, do you want to do a podcast? And it's like, yeah. You just never know what opportunity God brings to you in his own time. And I wanted to to do something where I could be 100% of me because no shade against corporate America, but it has limits and structures that I had grown out of. Um, I know to not wear certain colors to interviews, and I know they don't want to laugh at a business meeting. But I'm like, why not? You know, I guess they they used, they got tired of me. You're just too you're just too you're too much for us. You're always smiling. You're you find happiness and everything. We want to have a meeting about downsizing, and you're finding a light at the end of the tunnel. uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can pass out of God one, but I ain't never seen a righteous forsaken. So whatever you're going to say in this meeting, I'm. thank you for the, the five years. Just send my check to 111. I well, got the victory oh. Um Come on. I mean, I'm just... Not one more. I, I got the victory lane. I temporary services, honey. I can really? ask somebody home and type somebody a letter. I ain't I ain't scared of y'all. So right now they're right where I can be LHG intrinsically whoever who she is, all of who she is. The good, the bad, the in-between, and I don't hold back. We don't hold back here. Silence has not been golden for me. Nah. So I decided that this is my time to get free of some things, and for me, confession is what kickstarts my healing. That may not work for you. Now, do I tell it all? Every little nook and cranny? No, but I share enough to where somebody can be helped. Mm-hmm. And I'm people on this platform so you can see women. You can see women in business. It can be done. Yeah. It can be done, y'all. Don't sleep on your vision and dream anymore.
1: You talking about Listen, self-care?
0: self-care. This is a part of that. Go ahead,
1: Simone. I tell her all the time. And she mm-hmm. knows this, because I say it on every podcast. She when she comes up here to do these things, critical conversations, or um girl chat weekly, whatever girl chat weekly, sorry. <laughs> when she comes, in, it's like it's like the father has breath, breath breathe new life into her. Like when she comes up here and the glow, just the glow on the glow on her face. And just the excitement and the commute—I com- can't say that word. Anyway, the com—the the comedy in her voice, she's so comical. I swear, she's comical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs to be a cartoon or something. But seriously, Great. like the glow on her face and the, like the light when she comes up here, especially when she does her jewelry. Oh my gosh! If y'all don't see her when she's doing her jewelry, she is just. I mean, I like guess. a jacket, just like a, just enjoy it. a ball of energy. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And it took Even, time to get yeah. to that.
0: Can I say that? I didn't always love LHG. And I've learned to mm. love her a little bit more every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to get to a place where you become comfortable in your own skin, comfortable with your own voice.
1: Comfortable in your own. Life. Even when she does like, even when she does like the advertising for these things, her voice well, is I just. Bad, I, gotta, I gotta have a ball. I gotta
0: do voiceovers. I love those things. She I she really them. does.
1: Somebody somebody please call it. her for a voiceover, please. That's right. Somebody please somebody hey <laughs> your girl. We got to. I, I did If you live in Detroit, Michigan, Michigan, and you need somebody to do voiceovers, yes. Natalia yes. LHD. It's your girl, please. Oh, the church, I better call your girl. What's over 100, Alex? I'm taking <laughs> voice over small hundred, please because right. the way she advertises these shows and these things is I love
0: just... it. I love it. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, ladies. See, let me just thank you and Simone for all oh, Simone rocks with me. lady see? Thank you for this. Thank you for just really important to they us. call me the vice I president of Joe Radio. Yes, you are. <laughs> Just so you, forward, yeah. um, to brunch out. I, I need every woman that's going to watch this to go to her page, find her link, get your ticket, get one for a sister friend, share the link. Find on on Instagram now. You I'll I'll send it to you, Simone. Uh Thank but you. you need to be there. You need to be there because you've been asking God to show you how to do something different. This could be what you need to spark something in you. To get you where you want to go, go get those journals of ideas. Let's let's pick something and and implement something. It's gonna be some some energy in that room that's gonna get you excited. Get your tickets while they last, ladies. Here, I'm gonna give you the last word for the night, and do you mind praying us out? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to do that. Thank you again for allowing me to come on and just share about Brunchella. I don't take this space for granted. I thank you so much. Um, You've been nothing but supportive of anything that I've ever done. And so I just thank you. And it was good to meet you today, Simone. Um, Come on, you're drinking, child. (laughs) (laughs) I want to pray for us. Father God, I thank you today for what we have heard today. We thank you for this uh, community of sisters, Father. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that something is has been said today that has um, been a seed um, planted in the hearts and the spirits of um, those who are watching. I ask Lord God that you would Um, do as your word says, where one plants, another one waters. But I thank you, Father, that you give the increase. Lord God, I thank you right now uh, today for seeds planted, waters uh, poured. And I thank you even now for increase. So, Father, we just thank you today. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would meet every need of those who are watching Uh, Those who are listening, Father, I ask you right now that you would open up many doors. And I ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that whatever they seek, Lord God, that you would allow them to find. But in all of their seeking, let them find you. Father, we just thank you today. We praise you. We honor and adore you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank Good night, ladies. I love you all. We'll be back Saturday. So I love you all dearly. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Good night.